Welcome to The Scoop, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. We are your Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News. Yes, people. we are. Yes, we are. Do you know what? Just before we start, Lauren, I found out something very, very interesting since we started this news oh, service. Oh, really? Yeah, and that is that you're very good at research and I'm very, very poor at it. <laughs> <laughs> Note that down, people. Anyway, I'm going to start uh, with uh, a big one today. Please do. The Workplace Gender Equality Act of 2012 has had its amendments passed through both houses of parliament. This is a freaking awesome, awesome thing. Okay, this means that the gender pay gap bill that was passed through parliament last Thursday means from early 24, the gender pay gap data that employers with more than 100 workers have to submit to for Uyghur reporting every year will be published. That means that every company will be named. And shamed. and shamed or named and celebrated, depending how it falls, obviously. I'm uh, not sure how granular they're going to be getting onto this reporting um, with the naming and uh, shaming and celebrating. So um, let's see where that lands. Do you think people will be scurrying around now in the Oh, I think people power? are going to be shitting their freaking pants. Yeah, I know. That's this where is, I it's think very, this very big. And this it's a is a great step so, forward, isn't it? Um, it's a key reform to drive transparency and action towards closing that gender pay gap, which at the moment in Australia, it's sitting around 13.3% in 2023. But it depends what industry you're in. Women in STEM are sitting around 21, 22%. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it does vary uh, across the board, but still an average of 13.3. Um, let's see where this goes, people. Let's, I am bloody excited. Let's see. Hey, and out of shortlist I got this week, which is also from a government perspective, the Protecting Worker Entitlements Bill Amendments introduced into Parliament by the government today covering flexible parental leave. So Ooh. the bill aims to make unpaid parental leave more flexible, and it will – Increase employees' entitlement to flexible unpaid parental leave from 30 days to 100 days. Allow pregnant employees to take some, some of their flexible unpaid parental leave starting six weeks before the expected date of birth. That's good. And remove restrictions preventing couples from taking more than eight weeks of unpaid parental leave. So there's a lot of really good stuff coming out of um, government reform. Do, do you have something to good. do with it now that you're you know all in the in the political scene? When I was all over the news <laughs> this weekend, yes, and my, my photo with the Deputy Prime Minister, gosh, famous by association. <laughs> yeah, it's all about me. I did all of that for you, people. <laughs> Far out of my wanker. Let's go on to my favourite oh, topic. Go right. on, go all on. All right, here we go. Chat GPT. This Woo-hoo. one we're going to town on today. Mm. So late last week, uh, Elon, Bill, Steve, a lot of the, all the biggies, boys, all the big boys and the tech leaders, <laughs> put out an open letter calling for artificial intelligence labs to stop the training of the most powerful AI systems for at least six months citing profound risks to society and humanity. Uh, among the dozen or so tech leaders, professors, researchers who signed this open letter on the 30th of March uh, by the Future of Life Institute, a non-profit backed by Musk, the letter comes just two weeks after OpenAI GPT-4. So, look... It is pretty darn powerful tool. And I, I have said all along that I think there needs to be regulation and we need to slow down. Um, is it the new Napster, which has been echoing through the halls? Um, let it loose and we'll deal with it. Say sorry later. Yes. But on the tail of that, uh, within 48 
hours, Italy became the first Western nation to block chatbot chatbot GPT. Stupid. Um, until with immediate effect, Stupid. which is oh, that's what you say about everything. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, so the Italian Data Protection Authority said where there were privacy concerns relating to the model, and uh, just basically it's done. And then I did a little bit of research on yeah, that. On. In 193 countries around the world, 36 plus Italy now do not have Chat GPT. And 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 do you agree with it? What do you think? <sighs> Look. I think it's here to stay and I'm embracing it slowly, but I still think there are a lot of concerns around privacy, around intellectual property, there needs to be governance put in place. I think just opening this up and just letting it freaking rip, we're already seeing a reading about kids and that uh, getting their math answers off chat GPT and then being found out for cheating. But why is it cheating? Because you didn't do it yourself. Yeah, but you don't do it by yourself if you use a calculator either. Anyway, but what about so you said how many countries did you say have banned it? Well, it'd be thirty-seven with Italy now, and including and so Italy's the only Western country. The other ones are Russia, North Korea, China. So we're siding with them, are we? Is that no. what we're looking for? What are we nah. doing? We're having a war. No. This is talking <laughs> about chat GPT, dickhead. We're not siding with them to bomb Ukraine or anything like that, for fuck's sake. It's, well, we're talking about AI. I, so I, just because they've banned it doesn't mean I'm siding with them. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Craig. As you can see, I, I'm, I'm pro chat GPT. And I am pro as well. But I think we need to see some regulation and I think we need it. Anyway. Well, well let's talk about it a little bit more specifically for our industry. So the first ATSs are integrating chat GPT and AI technology into their offerings. In the last week, there's been an influx of HR tech solutions advertising various chat GPT enhancements and integrations, including Beamery, Vonk, Clickify, CV, Wallet, Bright Hire, Fountain, Talent Hub, just to name a few. And Hong Lee on recruiting brain food says that the tech is moving too fast for the crowd. Um, I agree. Pres- presumably that means that the AI landscape is moving so fast we can't keep up with everything that's going on. If we can't keep up with it just on a general term, how are regulations going to keep up with it? Hence the open letter from all the big boys in tech. I but, love it. And I'd say oh, the open letter from the wow, big boys wow. are because they don't own it. But anyway, let's go oh, into what- Oh, shit. They do own it, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> what's your, okay, what's your, ne- what's your next? Oh, anyway, moving <laughs> on away from this bloody idiot. Okay, the retailers group representing Coles and Woolworths has called for a 3.9% increase on the minimum wage for its highest... The highest of all employer groups, so that's Ooh. the Australian Retailers Association, which is um, actually reasonably fair in my opinion. But then you've got the ACTU calling for a seven percent, arguing that its members are experiencing hardship. Uh, well, welcome to the club. We all are. So, how do businesses stay 7% in business? Seven percent not going to happen. People can't afford it. it. Yeah, businesses will go broke, and then what are we going to do? I, I, I get that. It's not just a seven. Is the thing people. is, it's not just a seven percent wage. That seven percent then adds into super. Then it adds into payroll tax and it yeah. adds into all the other on costs that go on top of that wage. So by saying we're going to give everyone a 7% wage, it's up their super and, as I said, payroll tax and all of your insurances and everything like work cover, which actually based on your wage mm. turnover, go up as well. So I think, well, we're, we're all suffering from the cost of living crisis, mm. but let's be realistic about it. That, Craig, I mean. are you that broke now that we're finding you a new job that you're going to have to move into my spare room? <laughs> no, no, that could never, ever, ever happen. Okay. My turn. Hey, the EU has adopted new rules on pay 
transparency. A little bit um, similar to what you were saying before. This is from HRD magazine. The European Parliament on Thursday adopted new rules that include banning pay secrecy in a bid to close the pay gaps across the region. Okay, look, that's great. They've jumped on board. The US have already done this, I think, in all states bar one, if I'm correct. Mm. Uh, But anyway, the thing is that's happening out of the states now, they're putting these ridiculous pay um, uh, bandings on there, like from 36,000 to 136,000. So it's not that transparent. No. It's a it's very wide. That's what's happening in the US and, and I'm wondering if Europe are gonna put Europeans will usually put a bit more regulation around that and make it a realistic goal where Americans are just taking the piss. And just just to just to finish up on that, what I found really interesting in, in the vote in the EU, seventy nine um, were four and seventy six um, abstained. So abstained from voting. So clearly they didn't want it. Very interesting. Yeah, so we're still only just, Yeah, you can, you can. What have you got? Okay. The other one is the Labor government has introduced its second round of promised workplace relation reforms for the secure jobs, secure pay legislation. Now, this one, when I read into it, it's got quite a few de- bit of detail in here, but to sum that up, which is something that some people may not realise in the tech industry, it's quite rife in professional services where uh, some of the big professional services company will bring people out from uh, the Asian continent and they'll be paying them a salary but not paying mm. their superannuation or any other rights as an Australian citizen or permanent resident that we are um, falling under. So this will change that right where they will have the right to superannuation under the National Employment Standards um, and it increases their entitlement to unpaid parental leave as well and it also addresses the unfairness of long sleeve... Long sleeve. Long sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> long service leave uh, calculations for casual employees. Um, and there's a few other little things that go on to that. Well, I'm all for that. If you're paying tax in this country, you should have the benefits of the same system. Oh, I absolutely agree. Tax papers. papers absolutely there. agree. So I, I think this is going to change um, some of those big companies that we see out there doing that. Um, there is one other thing that I have not mentioned to Craig about this. Now, Ooh. we put out a poll, well, I put out a poll about what Craig's going to do uh. for his next career change. <laughs> it has come in and a whopping huge one. So Craig will be starting his OnlyFans and Foot Fetish site soon <laughs> and I'll publish the link for you all on LinkedIn and oh, Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, the photographer's yes. in next week and we're yeah. away. Yeah, we've got to the right lighting <laughs> for Craig's feet. Hey, according to the LinkedIn ANZ's Future of Recruiting report, there is no question whatsoever that recruiting is becoming more strategic. It says in its report that 88% of recruiting professionals believe that TA has become more strategic function over the past year, and 73% say they can now claim a seat at the table. That old elusive seat at the table stuff again. Further, Bring a camp chair for fuck's sake if you haven't got one. <laughs> Just bring your own. Um, TA C-suite influence will range from talking compensation with the CFOs to fine-tuning the organisation's employer brand with the CMO to addressing skill gaps with the CLO. So there's lots of O's and C's going on there. But what's really changed, I don't know. I'm not even going to ask you what those acronyms are because I'm pretty darn confident you won't have a clue. Hey, uh, well, I probably could. I probably could work them out. But um, it's it's really interesting. And we as talent acquisition professionals want that um, level of influence, seeking it. Um, we need to do it by providing continual value. And it looks like it's slowly catching on. Boom, better late than never, peeps. So let's move on to events. I'm going to start bum, on bum, 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 bum. with our recruitment meetups around the country. Woo. So, look. 
Congratulations, Adelaide. You've got your first rec meet-up coming up on the 27th of April. Details are to be confirmed yet. But everyone in and around Adelaide, um, get on their website. I, don't, I believe they've only got a LinkedIn page at the moment. I don't know if they've got a Facebook page up and running yet. But Adelaide Recruitment Meetup is the 27th of April. Now, I know the lovely Pam Stevenson's told us to pencil in the 25th of May for the next Sydney one. Well, I hope it's pending because haven't we already got our flights Yeah, booked? we've booked. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, uh, Brisbane, I will come back to you with details. We are going to be having a meeting later today on that one. Uh, and Wellington, they are back with a vengeance. Windy got Wellington. Th- Windy Wellington. They have got Thursday, the 13th of April. They are back. Their Brilliant. first rec meet-up in quite a few years, I believe. And Auckland are in planning mode for their next rec meet-up. A fair while since they've had one. So, COVID, don't let the door hit you on the ass on your way out. Exactly. Farewell. Right. And, and I'm not going to let you go yet, Craigie boy. <laughs> ACT Talent Advisory Conference is the 16th of May this year at Sofitel Melbourne on Collins Street. So yeah. jump on their website and get a look in that one. And TA Brew 23 is in Melbourne on the 20th of July at Bonrigi Brewing Co. Now, I went to the last one that they had there. That was a fucking great day. Good, good. That was an absolute amazing day. So get around that that TA brew for a one-day event. Just log on to the ATC website on their events page and get in there to those ones. Now, Craig, I believe you want to talk about the uh, event of events in the TA world. I do, I do. So before you spend all of your marketing budget on these other events, we want to talk to you about some exciting news for the ITAS, the Internal Talent Awards. Nominations have officially opened. Boom. Boom. So get nominating. Now, you've only got a very small window. It's only like about two months of window to get your nominations together. Have a look at the criteria, really work your way through them, but make sure you nominate yourselves or nominate someone else because- Fourth of June and we're not taking late submissions this year, people, because I'm going on a fucking holiday. Yeah. So whatever Lauren wants, will Lauren get. (laughs) Um, so So there's that. Also- Get on the website and buy your tickets. We're nearly 70% sold out. Uh, yeah, I believe there's 110 tickets left. Out of 300 and something. So, guys, it will, it will sell out. We've still got – I mean, it's not until September 7th, and you're probably thinking, I'll just wait, I'll just wait, I'll just wait. Yeah, don't do that because I could name and shame a couple out. of companies that rang and said, oh, Lauren, I thought that was just a Last marketing ploy. Last year, yeah. So, so go, get your tickets. Go and see whoever's holding on to your budget and make sure you're there because there's a lot of learnings from it there's a lot of celebrating it's in sydney Mate, this year a lot of learnings seriously <laughs> we're gonna get shit faced and have the party of all parties people the items are the bomb people are trying to unlock their their learning their lnd budgets who are we fooling <laughs> but just get onto it we're really excited um you know going to sydney is something really really different for us and it's a new market and we're going to have lots and lots of fun so get your nominations in and get your tickets guys and on, right. And on that note, I think well, the scoop is over for another week, so that's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me, and stay classy, Adelaide.